Hello and welcome to the Browns Blitz. Today's Thursday, November 9th. This is episode number 223. I'm your host, Rod Bloom. Joining me today is my brother, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are things going? Hey, Rod, going good. Um, pretty easy week to be a Browns fan, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, quite a relaxing Sunday. Very yeah. enjoyable. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Did uh, did you watch the game live or part of it live? Or I watched, yeah, I was able to watch the second half, and I, I thought I was recording the game, but I actually messed up and I wasn't, so I didn't get to see the first half. Um, but I, I caught the second half and I really saw, you know, how things were going. Um, and it was pretty low stress. Yeah. I mean, it, it started a little bit slow, but, um, but I mean, yeah, the Browns, uh, the Browns put a weapon on them, uh, made it look easy and, and yeah, it was just, it was just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Fun to watch. I mean, um, just, I mean, we'll get into the game, but yeah. Um, anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, there's, there's in, you know what, there's been three games like that already this year where the game was pretty much over around halftime, maybe at some point in the third quarter. Um, yeah. And I don't remember a Brown season where we had that many, you know, easy wins like that, you know, not in my recent memory. Well, I mean, you know why that is. It's because um, we and probably you in particular have have talked so much probably leading up to the season about how most games are within a score. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So leave it <laughs> to the NFL. To, <laughs> yeah, leave it to the NFL to prove everybody wrong on, you know, on any kind of pattern whatsoever. Right. Just when you think there's a pattern, it shifts. Exactly. Jeez. It's still it's definitely been a roller coaster, though. I mean, it, it, if we could if we could see consistent performances like that um, week in and week out, that would that would make it, you know, not that they have to be, you know, one sided or set, you know, NFL records for uh, total defense and stuff. But yeah, if we could just see consistent, you know, good efforts week in and week out. Um, that would, I think that would make a lot of people happy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was definitely, definitely a lot of fun watching the game. Um, I, I'm assuming you're not drinking anything exciting no. over there, Jeff, and maybe some no. water. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not really drinking anything exciting either. I Actually, I went through the beer fridge. Um, I don't know week or so ago and did a little bit of cleanup so i pulled out about about 10 or 12 beers that looked like they had been in there the longest (laughs) okay and i and i pulled those up and those are sitting top left and i've kind of made a vow to drink all those first so you can imagine they're the ones that just kind of don't excite you when you look at them or or i just bought too many of them or something so well there's a reason they've been in there that long uh, pretty much, yeah. I mean, right now, <laughs> it's just to give you an idea, I mean, I think I bought a 12-pack of this, and uh, this is a an Endicottville Brewing Company Blueberry Maple Pancake beer. And, you know, it was a novelty buy, but, you know, I I would always tell everybody, you know, if you're buying something for a novelty, you know, keep it to a six. 
Yeah. Um, cause yeah, you buy 12 and there could be sitting, sitting around and <laughs> I think I got three or four of these out there still. So I'm, I've just, I've seen them long enough. So these are, these are just going to disappear over the next few weeks. Um, Good. a few other things like that out there and I'll kind of feel like I've got it cleaned up a little bit. Right. <laughs> cool. But, um, yeah, Jeff, uh, Brown's news, um, not a whole heck of a lot going on other than other than injuries, you know, and yeah. a couple guys going on IR, Jed Wills, um, Cam Mitchell. Right. Um, you know, unfortunate because, uh, I mean, you never want to see guys get hurt. But um, that's you know, kind of been the story this season, though. You know, it's just yeah. the, the number of important players that we just continue to lose to injury. Yeah, I mean, and and uh, you, you hate to see anybody get hurt. You just do. Um, you, you could see how how upset Jed was, you know, with the injury and everything when he was carted off. Um, yeah. You know, you just and you just feel for these guys. But um, aside from that, I mean, it seemed like his play had really taken a step forward. Yeah. You know, over the past several weeks too. Yeah, he was um, definitely playing better. Yeah. Yeah, so so uh, Brown's going to be without him. Um, I don't know. I saw for, for anywhere from four weeks to six weeks. I'm sure we'll, they'll figure that out yeah. as they see how he goes. Um, Which is yeah. a, a good good thing. I mean, it's a, a best-case scenario because yeah, it happened, everybody thought he was probably done for the season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. So um, definitely could have been worse. So he's got some some uh sprains and a, a bone bruise he's got the mcl and pcl sprains and uh a bone bruise and uh ken mitchell's um i guess he's got a shoulder and uh so he's on the ir too yeah uh, and and he had he was playing well too yeah um, he had a really you know? good game up to that point yeah yeah like like the best in the all of the uh nfl for corner apparently <laughs> <laughs> if you if you buy yeah. into the uh, into um, you know into those rankings, right? Well, <laughs> um, some do, some don't. So, anyway, it's nice to see a, a rookie, you know, get, getting some playing experience and and doing well. You know, we we continue to to I guess shock people with our ability to find cornerbacks in the middle part of the draft. And have mm-hmm. them play at a very high level. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's um, it's pretty amazing. It's like An- Andrew Barry's just just that guy sitting back there. You know, I just kind of picture him. You know, when you're picking teams in gym class, and he's like, "No, you pick the first four guys. I'll, I'll pick after you. You know, and I'll, and I'll still have a better team. <laughs> and I'll still than beat you. you. I'll still beat you." <laughs> Yeah. It's okay. No, you take who you think's best. Right. And then I'll pick the guys who are actually the best and, and I'll beat you pretty good still. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if, if anybody thinks that, that um, the Browns ever need to take a corner, you know, I'm, well, I mean, they have taken corners high, obviously, um, you know, but, uh, but, you know, he, he just has such a great ability to find these guys down lower that, um Browns fans should never be concerned when they feel like he's passing on a guy who 
who seems to be the guy, you know, right. because yeah. the guy he drafts is going to turn out to be pretty darn good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, so let's get back to this, uh, Browns Cardinals game. Um, Cardinals came into this game one and seven, um, Browns four and two. And, um, you know, it seemed like a game where the Browns could kind of get well and, Right. That's a, exactly what they did. So, um, I mean, I don't even know where to start. Um, what, what was what were some of your favorite, uh, I'd say, parts or stat lines out of this game, Jeff? Well, obviously, number one is you know winning the turnover battle um, and and not giving the ball away for the first time this season. Um, to yeah. me, that was that was the biggest deal. Um, Absolutely. Everything else you kind of expect to do against the Cardinals because let's face it, they're, they're not trying to win football games. Um, and, and Clayton Toon was in a really tough position as a, you know, rookie fifth round draft pick coming in to face the league's number one defense. Um, yeah. you know, not yeah. a lot of weapons. Um, you know, his offensive line, not, not great. Um, you know, I think that the fact that we played a, a very clean game, um, minimized penalties and had zero turnovers um, and then created some on the defensive side for me was absolute best case scenario for how you want to play a bottom feeder team. And if we can carry that into games against better teams and, and some of the best teams in the league, it's a great formula to be able to win all those kinds of games. Yeah, I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson had a had a had a decent line. I mean, not uh-huh. you know, I mean, just just good. Um, yeah. You know, in particular, like you said, the n- no turnovers, no picks, uh, no fumbles. Um, uh, that there was that that one play where you thought for sure he was going to throw the ball backwards um, <laughs> down yeah. there at, at at the five or ten, right? And, and he just he just ate it, and it's like yes, that that's what you want to see him do. Right, he's getting, um, getting more comfortable, which is, yeah. again, well, what we want to have happen now is to him have him settle in and play consistently. Um, you know, he, he can be spectacular at times. I, I thought, you know, the, the, the throw to Amari Cooper, um, where it just kind of landed in his hands, um, was yeah. the best throw I've, yeah. I've seen him make since he's been here. Yeah. Um, and that's great, but you don't need to see that on every play. You know, if he if he can do that on you know a few few plays per game, and then just be consistent and make good decisions the rest of the time, um, you know, he's going to continue to get better, and uh, they're all going to be more comfortable with each other, um, and and that will get us where we, where we need to be with the offense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and Amari Cooper had had an amazing game. Five catches yeah. for 139 yards and, and a touchdown. Um, doing his AJ Brown imitation, going over <laughs> a, a buck thirty. Um, very nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we just need to get some contributions from some other guys. Yeah, that's kind of you know I, I don't know if you call it a problem right now but against a good defense that's a problem you know a yeah. defense that can take cooper away from you you know right. and potentially then and joku away from you these right. other guys have to be ready to step up you know because, exactly and joku had the other another you know a touchdown and um four catches for 26 yards 
And other than that, I don't think anybody had much of anything receiving. And um, then let's, I don't know, Jeff, this, this running game, um, (laughs) if you call it that. um, Right. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Um, It's not good. It kind of seems to change week to week who's getting um, carries when and where. And sometimes it works a little better than others. I mean, um, you know, it worked. uh, The running game worked a little better um, the week before than it than it did this week. But I I think that's because, you know, the Browns were running the ball more killing the clock and the Cardinals knew it you know, for part of it. But you're also playing the Cardinals. And if you can't run against them, who are you going to run against? Yeah. Um, you know, so um, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I have the stats down for this game and, and really nobody had a good average in this game. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, Jerome Ford, I think, was in on the, the last two series, if, if my memory is correct. Yeah. Uh, so you, you kind of have to throw out six carries for him, because at that point they didn't. All they were really trying to do was just punt. I just think. end the game. Yeah, hand the ball off and punt and, and end the game and you know just run clock. Okay, so if you if you take those six carries away, um, you know fourteen carries for forty four yards. Um, what does it's that work still out a slight, to? It's just over about, three. About yeah, three yards a carry. Yeah, um, that's that's same as Kareem. I mean, Kareem's just yeah. under three. Yeah. Two and a half um, for three. And Strong's at three. That's not going to get get it done in the NFL. Um, no. we got to figure out a way to, to get more positive yards with our running game. And I just I think the, the blocking by the offensive line has been bad. Um, probably the, the scheme around um, getting, you know, getting some running lanes has been bad. But um, – Definitely the decision-making by our runners um, has been horrible at times. And I don't know how much of it with Jerome Ford is that, you know, he just can't physically cut because he still is dealing with an ankle injury mm-hmm. uh, or if he's just not seeing the field or what it is. But um, the, the dancing from sideline to sideline and, and just never really hitting a hole um, it's it's really killing our running game, and we got to figure out a way to run north and south rather than all this east and west. Yeah, I, I just I feel like um, I I don't remember Jerome Ford running like this over the yeah. past several. I'm going to say the past several years because I'm counting UC. You know, uh-huh. like you know his senior season at UC. I I don't remember seeing him dance like this so yeah i'm just kind of wondering if it's you know if he's just trying to hit tried to hit holes so many times when there wasn't a hole there that he's kind of gotten into this habit now you know he's trying to hit a home run every time right yeah uh, of dancing and backtracking and doing this stuff when when right. it's when it's not even the kind of runner he is um because right. i don't remember him being like this and now it seems like he's doing a lot of dancing and a lot of lateral movement that mm-hmm. that gets you nowhere in this league. Right. Um, Guys are you, just too fast. 
yeah, yeah, you have to hit the hole. And if you can't see the hole, you got to, you know, you got to just get what you can, you know, um, and, and just go down and, and live to live to run the ball another time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I agree. He, he looks to me, he looks different. I mean, I see people saying that he's, you know, that he dances too much. And they, I think everybody thinks that's the kind of runner he is and has always been. And I don't really think that's the case. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it's the, just a habit, um, you know, based on, you know, I don't know. I don't think you can blame it all on the offensive line. You know, some of it's got to be in his head, too. Yeah. Um, well, whatever it is, it's not working. And we need to be able to effectively run the ball um, some way other than with our quarterback. Um, yeah. As we play better teams, they're they're going to take away our running game. And they're going to take away Amari Cooper. And what's that going to leave us with? Yeah, you can't throw the ball to David Njoku every time. No, you can't. Um, yeah, and people do not like Elijah Moore in the end around every time either. Uh, yeah. Not at all. Um, Elijah Moore yeah, myself has included. been one of the biggest disappointments of the season so far. I think that um, he hasn't found a way to impact games. Yeah, I mean he's he's done a little more over the past few games, but but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think everybody thought that he was going to really be a dynamic player here, and yeah. it it just hasn't happened yet. Uh huh. So um, so so I have the uh, I have the season numbers, Jeff, for the rushing, and I don't want to talk about this forever, but just I just wanted to give the season averages. Totals uh-huh. really don't matter that much. I mean, Jerome, I mean, it goes by how much they've carried. But um, Jerome Ford, his average for the season is 4.0. Uh, Kareem's is 3.3. But, I mean, Kareem's getting the ball on the one-yard line a lot. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and Pierre Strong's is 4.5. So, I see a lot of people saying they want, you know, Pierre Strong out there more. And it, it, it's hard to disagree, but, you know... I, he is a little bit more of a speed guy. I don't think he's, I don't think he's the guy you want out there between the tackles all the time either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is, Rod. I mean, it, I've, I've just watched this run game just sort of kind of grind to a halt the last few weeks. Uh-huh. Um, and it, the particularly frustrating part to me is, you know, we're, we're setting our running back up, whoever it is, probably five yards, six yards deep. Uh-huh. And, and Deshaun is snapping the ball and running three or four yards backwards to hand the ball off. And look, I'm not an X no guy. I'm the first to admit that. Okay. And, and the, you have to do, you have to allow some time for guys to set their blocks. And, and there's, I guess there's some, you know, some thought behind that. Right. But, yeah, but that seems like too much. But when your offensive line is getting really hammered week in and week out, I mean, just getting pushed back, they're they're not they're not pushing forward. I've not seen many times where our where our guards, for for example, are getting into the the opposing team's linebackers. I mean, mm-hmm. they're pretty much getting stopped by the defensive line. So. 
all you're doing really is giving the defensive line time to penetrate and stop you behind the line of scrimmage by by running that way, right? Versus yeah, I agree. You know, versus the the running back at least getting a head start when you hand the ball off. You know, and like I said, I'm not I'm I'm not an ex no guy, so I don't understand why that you know that philosophy isn't you know isn't utilized more at this point. But watching Deshaun run back to hand the ball to one of these guys and then turn around and, and get nailed because we didn't block anybody um, and we're losing four or five yards on first down every time. Um, that's that's a shitty way to start out a, a, a drive, you know, start a, se- a series is, you know, uh, second and 13 or second and 14, right? Because you just oh, can't run the ball on first down. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like having the. I, I, I'm with you. I mean, um, especially when you don't have a, when you don't have a fullback out there um, to have yeah. a to have your back in a deep, you know, in a, uh, eight yards deep or whatever it is like that. Um, it yeah, it doesn't make as much sense to me. Yeah. You know, um, I don't like. I said if 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 our if our line was was creating holes that these guys could hit, that'd be one thing, and I'd say, yeah, that, that you know that totally makes sense to me. But it's not happening, and so yeah. let's try something different. Oh, I, I, I agree with you because we need you know we need to be able to run the football. Um, I think they have to figure out a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Particularly, you know, yes, the end of the game, it was not in doubt. We were just killing clock. Okay, but, you know, to hand the ball off three times and gain zero, okay, just tells me that that nobody's blocking. Oh, I agree. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll see some Kenyon Drake this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really no, no. don't. I don't dislike any of the running backs. Um, it's yeah. just something's not working. You know, I don't think it's that big a difference who runs the ball i mean you know i don't i don't either i mean i think any one of those guys is capable of having a nice run yeah um they're also capable of picking up one yard or getting stuffed right yeah that's that's the real problem yeah yeah anyway i mean we won 27 to nothing so we're kind of nitpicking that you know yeah we don't have much of a run game but as we play better teams that matters It, it does it does um, but yeah, the defense. Um, so um, Tom Watson had the, they were saying three, I guess he was credited with two and a half sacks in the okay. game. Right. Uh, I think that's a career high. And mm-hmm. I mean, just, just good to see a guy like that gets to, to have a big game because you know, he's out there busting his butt and he's playing a position that doesn't normally get any accolades, you know, right. unless yeah. he gets tackles for loss, things like that. But He's not normally going to pick up a bunch of sacks. So, so more more sacks in one game than anyone on our interior line had all season last year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what the uh, the most thing I had last year was like two, right? Right. I think. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, getting getting penetration up the middle is obviously working 
this year. Um, Personnel is different. The approach is different. Um, I liked how Schwartz has has adjusted um, and and eliminated the you know the gash plays and and you know again you have to think about who you're playing right but yeah um, I, I mean the 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 discipline the you know um, staying home there there was a little bit of over pursuing I thought by the ends. Um, at times and you know left us a little vulnerable but but all in all people were very disciplined the the defense was very disciplined in that game and and the results showed yeah yeah i mean well when you give up 58 yards and um hold the cardinals to to one first um one on to one of 12 on third down right pretty solid (laughs) yeah definitely yeah um yeah, sorry. I was looking at the Browns sack leaders right now, and I mean, obviously Miles has nine and a half. Um, Tomlinson's second with three, and then a uh, bunch of guys with two or two and a half. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean they've been spreading it around. So um, right, and Miles is going to get his, and and you hope the rest of them, you know, that, that they can pretty much come from anywhere, and that's kind of how it's been. So yeah, yeah. So definitely works out. So. So, um, so yeah, now the Browns move on to a game with apparently with more meaning, Jeff. Um, right. Yeah. Than the last one. Yeah. <laughs> they all count as one. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so they go to Baltimore. Um, I don't know. It seems like something always weird always happens in Baltimore. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Browns and Go there. I mean, we've seen it a couple times. We were at one of them where the Browns won in every statistical category and still lost. Right. Um, it just happens. Had, had five or six chances to win the game and couldn't put it away. Yeah, just couldn't do it. Uh, played just played a great game and just yeah did everything except win. Yeah. Um. So you so you hope that uh, I don't know. I, I just. I want to think that this game against the Cardinals, that that as well as the Browns play, that that they can take something from that, you know, and and take that into the Ravens game. That that it gives them some confidence, you mm-hmm. know, that they can do this to any team in the league, not just the Cardinals. Right. But I mean, obviously, you don't you don't want to go into this game overconfident if you can go into a game overconfident against a team that, that whooped you a few weeks ago. Um, <laughs> so, right. so I really don't know how to compare these two games, you know, where the, where the Browns defense was just totally dominant against the Cardinals. Um, the Browns should have the that same ability to do the same thing against the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens have been running the crap out of the ball. Um, Lamar does what Lamar does. Um, and, and the Browns should be able to shut down that, that Baltimore passing game if they can, you know, if they can shut down Andrews. And Andrews is either, he is all or nothing against the Browns. Mm-hmm. They're either going to hold him to, to one catch for eight yards, or he's going to have 120 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> you know, it seems like right. that's how it goes. Right. So, 
So tell, tell me what you expect or, or how you think the Cardinals game, you know, has if you think the Cardinals game has any impact at all on this game coming up. Yeah, I, I think every week pretty much stands on its own in the NFL. Um, I guess if you, if you want to talk about continuity and who, you know, might look past things or whatever, um, look at, look at um, what happened with Seattle. I mean, the, the Browns probably should have beaten Seattle, uh, but played close and ended up losing in Seattle. Then Seattle goes to Baltimore and gets absolutely shellacked. So, yeah, I, th- you, I think a lot of Browns fans saw that and they were like, oh, crap. Yeah. And, and so so now you could make the argument that, well, well, Baltimore knows what they did to Seattle and knows Seattle beat beat us. Right. So. Baltimore's on this win streak. They're they're really riding high right now. They're at home. If there was ever a trap game for Baltimore, this is it because right. they beat the crap out of us early in the year. They just beat the crap out of a team that beat us. Um, they've got to be super confident right now. Yeah, why should they be worried, right? Right, yeah, what, right. What, what reason have we given them to, to make them think that we're going to give them a tough game, right? So yeah. this, is a, this could be a big-time trap game for them um, and one of those scenarios where um, a team comes in on the road and just completely catches a team napping. Um, and you know, that would be great. Um, if we could pull that off because obviously division game and, you know, it it puts us within a game of them in the standings and, and, you know, all that stuff that people have been talking about this week about how important this game is. Um, but that's really probably our best chance. I think is that, you know, Baltimore takes this game kind of lightly. Um, and we get great performances out of all of our deaf guys who are being forced to play right now um, because Baltimore's healthy and we're not. And so that Baltimore's got the, the benefit of, you know, years of experience in the same offense. Lamar's in, you know, year number six now. Um, I mean, he's completing 70% of his passes. Um, you know, the idea that, that, that Lamar can't throw the ball, I think, is has pretty much been squashed what well, yeah. we have to give yeah. him credit now for for being able to throw the ball at a, mm-hmm. and complete a high percentage what he doesn't do well is throw the ball with any volume um and and if, yeah. if we can if we can make him throw the ball 30 plus times okay i think good things are going to happen for us so if we start out and you know catch them napping and and score some points and it forces them to go away from their run game and make Lamar throw the ball a lot. Okay. I I think yeah, we that's can ideal. Yeah, I think that would be the best case scenario for us. And mm-hmm. you know, then our defense can keep us in the game. You know. Um but if we fall behind and you know try to catch up or whatever, I mean that then it's going to be really tough in Baltimore. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, I think. I mean, uh, Baltimore does have some injuries. I mean, it's nothing compared to what the Browns have had. 
over yeah. the course of the season. They they have some guys banged up, I think, in their secondary. So so you want to feel like the Browns can go in there and 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 hopefully throw the ball against them. But right. you know, um Watson has to have time to do that too, for that yeah. to work. Yeah. Um, you know, he can't be getting chased up and down the field all the time, you know, and, and be, you know, very effective in the passing game if he's mm-hmm. just gotta you know, roll out and throw the ball away constantly. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to have to do a lot of the same kind of thing that, that you saw us doing against Seattle and and the 49ers where we're, we're trying to slow down a a team that that wants to get after us with their pass rush. And -hmm. we're going to have to do a lot of traps and screens and things that keep them off balance. Right. And misdirection stuff. Um, So, and if, if, if Deshaun can, run that kind of a game plan early um, and put some points on the board, then that puts us in a good spot. Um, high percentage stuff, you know, low risk offense, but things that are going to catch Baltimore, you know, over pursuing uh, because that's what they're obviously going to try to do. They're going to, they're going to make us throw the ball and they're going to try to get after Deshaun and, and yeah. Um, you know, we, we've, we've got to be we've got to be smart enough to overcome that with some good play calling and, um, and a strong game plan. And, and then we got to execute. And I think based on how people executed in the in the Cardinals game. It's realistic to think that they can do that again against Baltimore. We're we're we're, we're starting to gel offensively. Um, and, yep. and even if, you know, even if things don't go hundred percent, right. Um, we should be able to stay close in this game. It's just, we just can't fall behind. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, yeah. I mean, our, our defense has to be able to, to, to slow down their running game and contain Lamar. I mean, you know Lamar is going to have some of his runs. Um, you know, he, it, it's really hard to shut him down completely. But, I think um, we've shown in in the past that that we can do that. Kind of keep him in check. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 And, and yeah, and that's the goal. So um, so yeah, got to do that. And and uh, um, you know, like you say, you get an offense going kind of like like last week. Um, you know, gets a much better defense. Mm-hmm. But it should be a defense, I think, that the Browns can throw the ball on. Um, so uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah, we're not going to have fun. you know we're not going to have a hundred yards rushing, um, unless you know no. something really weird happens and you know we get way up on them somehow. But um, even then, I, I kind of doubt that we would. We're, I, we're probably going to have more like you know sixty or seventy yards rushing. <laughs> Um, and Deshaun's going to have to throw the ball 230 yards. Minimum, yeah. You know, um, yeah, I would throw think the ball so. 30 to 35 times. And if, you know, if, if we have to do that and Baltimore has to do that, I like our chances. Yeah. So, so, uh, we've seen, we've seen, uh, um, We've seen John Harbaugh 
um, kind of shy away from using Justin Tucker on some long field goals this year at certain times, Jeff. So, yeah. so let me ask you this: Which team has the better kicker right now? <laughs> That's kind of a joke of a question because yeah, we, we Justin, know, Justin Tucker's a Hall of Famer. So. We know he's a Hall of Famer, um, right? So um, I, I was kind of joking, but uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I think um, I think with uh, with Hopkins and Browns have. Uh, of somebody who they're just as just as confident in. Yeah, and, and Baltimore's a great place to kick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, if it does come down to a field goal, um, the, the, the conditions will be good for, you know, somebody to make a last-second field goal if that's how this game ends up. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think either either one of those guys is, is going to be capable of making a field goal from 50 to 55 yards if that's what it comes down to. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but um, this idea of, of this game being a must win, mm-hmm. Jeff, um, let's get some thoughts out on this because uh, this seems to be the case every week. Um, right. That right. For one reason or another, every game is a must win. Okay. Yeah. Um, we know that you don't have to go 17 and 0 in the NFL to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We know that some games are probably more important than others because they're, you know, they're division games. Yeah. So, so I, I understand that part of it. Um, but there's also 17 games in a season. And if you win enough of them, you're going to make the playoffs. So uh, Browns are Browns are five and three, um, certainly in the thick of things. So to me, must win games are, are games that you have to win to to stay in contention. Right. You know, it, it's a game that if you lose, you're you're pretty much done. Right. right? So yeah. so from that from that perspective, I don't see this as a must win. I don't either. Um, you know, but is it a game that would be great to win? Would it be a statement win? Would it be a would it yeah. be a hey, the Browns are 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 as good as any other team in this division? Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, it's just getting kind of old um, because <laughs> it, it just is, you know, right. it's, well, right. we're playing the Cardinals this week. Well, they stink. I mean, we got to win this game. You know, yeah, if we, we lose this game, big. we're going to look horrible. We, yeah, we, yeah, we got to win big. Win it with style, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. And so we're on to the next game. Well, yeah, I mean, this is a must win. This one for sure. I mean, we got to win this one. Yeah. And then, you know, and then if they they beat, uh, you know, if they end up winning in, in Baltimore, then, you know, it's on to the next week. And, and man, if we need one more win to get into first place or whatever. Yeah, man, this is a must win. We got to win this one. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's never going to end. And I just, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Um, I, I think you have to look at the season as a whole. And sure, the Browns talk about going one week at a time and trying to stack wins and trying right. to, right. you know, and, and trying to go one and oh every week. But, you have to know that you're not going to go one and zero every single week. Right. So therefore, every single game is not a must win. So we, 
So you just can't say they're all must wins. <laughs> no, no. I, I think they're must wins from the fans' perspective because they're looking for a reason to be upset that, you know, will justify them wanting to fire somebody. You know, well, um, it could be. As far as as must wins go, you're right. It's it, it is an elimination game, um, and at this point in the season, it's just about you know staying in contention and and you know playing your best football when the playoffs come around, getting healthy as you can, and 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 you know getting everybody on the same page and, and playing your best football in December. And, um, we still have some things to figure out. So I'm not too worried about us, you know, not playing our best football um, in middle of November. You know, I, I want to see us four to six weeks from now be firing on all cylinders. You know, the, and mm-hmm. you, I mean, we saw, we saw in baseball, what can happen when, you know, when you get into the playoffs, you know, you don't have to be a division winner. You don't have to have a first round buy, you know, you just have to be playing your, your best ball when the playoffs come around. Um, and I think this, the schedule this year favors, you know, the second half uh, for us to really start to put wins together and, and start to play some of our best football. So yeah, yeah it, it'd be great to beat a division d- opponent this week um, and and still stay in the chase for winning the division um, because that's really why this game is important. Is, you know, if you if you are trying to win the division, um, then yeah, you got to you got to win this game because you're going to fall so far behind in the division that's going to be almost impossible to win the division. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. But that's not what it takes. And, and you know, that doesn't even have to necessarily be the goal for this season. The season has to be let's win as many games as we can. Let's get into the playoffs, be playing our best football at the end of the year and, and see how far we can go in the playoffs. You know, and um, that has nothing to do with what you do on November 12th. Right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's about. Um it's about hopefully being maybe being a little healthier at the end of the season. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like that's going to happen, but um, potentially, you know, maybe you get a few guys back, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, maybe the guys are just playing a little better. Um, Maybe you get some bounces, Um, you know, being a little bit lucky. I mean, that's how you get into the playoffs and that's how you do well in the playoffs. Right. Um, it's yeah it's not about winning every single game or about winning you know your first four games or anything like that in the season right it's just how it works so yeah i mean again we go back to the you know before the season ever started we looked at who we were playing and when we were playing them and and we knew that the first part of the schedule the first half was was going to be some tough games and yeah. We're we're still. I mean, we're we're five and three after after eight games. Um, if we're above five hundred going into the second half of our schedule, um, there's a, a a real good shot of us stacking a bunch of wins and and winning eleven or twelve games, and that's yeah. going to get you in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, definitely. 
So, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be an interesting game, and uh, yeah, and our friend uh, Jeremy's going to be there at the game, yeah. and and uh, going to be some other people from Twitter there. So, mm-hmm. hoping you guys all have a great time, enjoy the game, and and hopefully bring us home a win. And, yeah, it, um, it's a, it is a, a good place to see a football game. Yeah, it we, is. We went, it, we went there a couple a, of years ago with Jeremy, and yeah, um, you know, nice, it's, it's a nice stadium. It yeah, really is. It, it's a I good like place it. to watch a football game. Um, I think you know, it's a good place to play a football game. Um, I don't, I don't think the Browns have to be necessarily concerned about the atmosphere like they had in Seattle, you know, where it was just so hard to win that game on the road. Mm-hmm. I think you can win in Baltimore. I just think you have to play oh, yeah. your best possible game. Yeah. The the Browns are usually in the game in Baltimore, it seems like. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Should be. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't mean they won very many of them, but right. they're usually in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, I just wanted to say something real quick, and then we'll get on to our uh, to our score predictions, Jeff. So I'm going to let you go first with the score predictions here in a minute. So I'll give you some time to okay to think about what you want to do there and any yeah. um, you know any special things that you want to predict. So so I've I've put this out on uh, on Twitter, and uh, some of you guys are probably tired of seeing the tweets about it because I put it out a few times, but um, but I'm. I'm going to start doing a newsletter on December 1st about my writing. Um, it'll include uh, links to articles and anything I'm writing and and some new content. So anybody who's interested in receiving that can just shoot me a DM on Twitter. So that's at B. Just uh, jump on Twitter and um, shoot me a DM with your email address. And I will add you to that list um, for the newsletter. And now, Jeff, we'll go back to you for your uh, for your score yeah. prediction. Well, I think this is going to be a close game. Um, what, what's did we we didn't put the line out there? I think it's six and a half. Um, yeah, Browns are a six and a half point underdog. The over under is thirty eight on this one. Okay. Well, um, I, I learned my lesson last week by by taking an over. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> we all did, I do believe. Oh my gosh! You want to um, flash back to last week real quick? Well, yeah, as, as usual, you know, our guest was the closest. Um, well, I mean, I, I I expected you know there to be a lot of points scored on both sides, and as it turns out, um, our defense held. So, um, yeah, I mean, none of us had anywhere near a zero. So Mick right. had Mick had twenty one fourteen. So yeah, I, that, I guess we got to give it to him. Yeah. Um, just for the twenty one's not far off, and the fourteen was the lowest. So so right. Mick, Mick, we're gonna call you. We're gonna give you the win on that yeah. one because Jeff and I had higher scores. Um, yeah, we'll just we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, I I think when you look at a game where the, you've got the number one and number two defense in the league playing each other, it's probably going to come down to a field goal game. So mm-hmm. I think six and a half points is a lot. Um, unless yeah. something, you know, really weird happens. Um, 
I'm thinking that in this game, it's going to be a lot of field goals, maybe one touchdown on either side. Um, so just because I know how things typically go in Baltimore, I'm going to say that Baltimore is probably going to kick one more field goal than us. And I'm going to go with 1916 Baltimore. Okay. You got 1916 Baltimore? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with 1613 Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> Which makes it a little more palatable with with being picking opposite teams. I just it, this is not an easy choice, Jeff. I I almost went with Baltimore on this one, even though I always almost always pick the Browns. Um, I the the thing that keeps keeps sticking out in my head is is the points that this defense gave up to the Ravens in that first game. Right. And I think they're going to have um, – I just think they're going to go into this game with a little bit of an attitude. Yeah. Um, you know, like they want to settle settle a score, you know, especially going up against a team with the number two defense. Uh, I think they want to come out of, out of this game showing that they are the number one defense. Yeah. So um, – that's what I'm hoping anyways, you know, but I, I agree with you. I think it's going to come down to a field goal because uh, mm-hmm. that's what these games usually come down to. Um, they're always close and uh, same thought pattern. It's going to be low scoring. It, it It's going to be whoever gets the ball at the end and marches down and gets to make that last last shot. Well, I'll say this. One of us is going to be definitively right this week. <laughs> Hey, one of it, yeah. Even if the score is totally <laughs> off, right? It's either, Listen, either, yeah. One of us, one of yeah. us is going to either they're going to kick one more field goal than us, or we're going to kick one more field goal than them. <laughs> yeah, and if somebody wins by twenty points, one of us will still take the win. We'll be happy. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, all right. Well, any uh, any closing words tonight, Jeff? Uh, we're still on pace. Um, you know. Five wins at this point in the season. I, I still feel good about our chances of getting to 11. So um, you know, yeah. no, no need to panic, even if this one goes the way I think it might go. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. Well, this has been the Browns Blitz. We thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. 